We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have our rookie minicamp. We're going to talk about the rookie minicamp and some guys who wasn't able to make the rookie minicamp. Also, we're going to talk about free agents. We're going to talk about some free agents that could possibly land on the Detroit Lions. All in episode 182 of the Pride Podcast. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 182 on the Blue Warrior Network. I am your host, Tyler. Jump on my main guy, as always. Pierre, how are you, my man? I am doing great, bro. I don't know if you're outside today, but the weather was awesome. Beautiful. Um, it's just, I'm loving the vibes. Yeah, Michigan summers are back, and it seems like the world is coming more normal, which we're going to get into because we actually have a topic to talk about the upcoming fall and how the NFL is set to plan a, a major milestone and, you know, have potentially have full-capacity stadiums in the upcoming fall, and that's obviously uh, a, you know, a huge change because last year Ford Field had 0% fans, just friends and family, and that was it. Right. And now... The NFL is planning to have 100% capacity. Obviously, that's what their plan is, so we'll see. Um, but no Malcolm with us today, so it's just me and Pierre. Uh, but we have a we have an interesting show today. It's not, you know, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. Obviously, rookie minicamp is here. We got rookie numbers are announced. Uh, we got some potential free agents. You know, we're getting closer to training camp, so obviously we got to start talking about some, you know, potential guys who could be bringing in for training camp and you know guys who might be competing for that spot but with that being said let's start off with the most probably significant news of the show and that's gonna be nice rule being placed on the COVID-19 list and he actually will not be at rookie mini camp so you know obviously any concern for you Pierre of Sewell not being at rookie mini camp due to COVID 
No, he actually said this. Um, he said, found out this past weekend I tested positive for COVID. Really wish I was heading to my new home today and able to be at minicamp with my teammates and coaches. Look forward to getting out to the D as soon as I'm clear. So there was like a little rumor. Someone put it out. Like I saw a user put it out that said, Sewell doesn't plan on like plans on skipping the year or whatever. That's simply not true because, like he said, he looks forward to coming to D as soon as he's cleared. I'm not worried, but I just want him to get healthy, right? That's the most important thing right now. Worry about your health. I think he'll come back in and fit right in once he's healthy. I didn't even see that rumor. So someone put a rumor out there that Sewell might yeah, it was like a year. I think it was a trolling user, and it got some people on Twitter. Okay. And I had to like debunk that right away. Like I just told the kid, like I showed him his tweet, basically. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. So okay, I I had no concerns of a uh, potential opt out for for Sewell in this upcoming season. And you know, I think Sewell is one of those prospects that we talk about. It's like I think he could translate right away to the NFL. Like right. I don't think r- rookie minicamp was really something that he necessarily needed. I mean, it would have been nice, I guess, just to get his you know foot wet and you know obviously meet the coaching staff and his new teammates, but. I think, you know, Sewell is one of those guys that doesn't necessarily need the rookie mini camp. And, you know, he could probably he- head into July to NFL training camp and he'd probably be completely fine. Obviously, and there's still two OTAs to go. So um, that's one news. So now let's get into the second topic that we got to go into. And this one's a little bit more interesting. And you know, I know this one caught a lot of fans off guard. And, you know, this is a, a move that fans are not, you know, not necessarily happy about. But that's Terrell Crosby. Seems to be on the trading block, according to Jeremy Fowler on e- from ESPN. Uh, it's a name that's been floating around, and some, some teams are interested in potentially trading for Terrell Crosby. Obviously, last year on his contract, Lions drafted Sewell. So I'm interested to hear your opinion. You know, what's your thoughts on you know Terrell Crosby on the trade market? Do you like it, or is this someone a guy that you know you think that needs to be on this team in 2021? So this is where I'm at with this. Like, if they don't think they'll resign him. Just trade him, right? Because he is a valuable piece. Like, a swing tackle is really valuable. He could also play guard, even though he hasn't really, but he could play guard as well. Um, If you don't think you're going to re-sign him, trade him, get something for him right now while his value is high. There are some teams right now who could use him. He's a starter on other teams on Detroit right now. He's not a starter, but other teams will start for them. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you do trade him, who's your swing tackle? You have Matt Nelson in there. You have Big V. Not really ideal options. But you're rebuilding, right? It's a rebuilding year. It's not like you have to win this year. Yeah. I mean, I think we're at the point. We have a lot of draft capital, obviously, going to 2021 in the next upcoming right. draft. I believe we have nine or ten picks, something around that after ten. the compensatory picks. So, uh, yeah, they got a lot of picks. And, you know, I think Terrell Crosby brings you a solid return. And like you mentioned, it's just not a guy I see the lines bringing back in the offseason because it's just not going to be worth the price tag because – once Terrell Crosby hits the open market, I mean, he's going to make starter money. I mean, that's just how free agency is going to work. You get a solid offensive lineman because offensive linemen are hard to find. And, you know, it's it's a position that, you know, teams usually don't want to figure out in free agency. It's usually a position you want to figure out in the draft. That's obviously what Brad Holmes did. He went out and uh, drafted Sewell. But, you know, just this Terrell Crosby just screams one of those guys that's just going to get paid in, in the offseason. And it, it makes sense because it's just how offensive linemen usually tend to go in free agency and just how free agency is in general. The guys just get overpaid. I just don't think he's part of the future plans with Detroit after drafting Sewell because, I mean, 
like you said, I mean, this guy's a starter on most NFL teams, and we just don't have a spot for him right now. I mean, obviously, we got Decker, who's locked up for the next uh, couple of years. We got Sewell, who's going to be playing out his rookie deal. And then you mentioned the guard versatility, but it's obviously not a strong part of his game. I don't know. I think this is something that you just move on from because there is not a long-term piece. And you mentioned it. Like, we have guys on the team who could play the swing tackle role, and it's like, no, they're not Terrell Crosby's ceiling or a caliber like a Matt Nelson, but it was a guy who I thought was actually pretty solid last year when he got an opportunity, played you know the right tackle spy, and he wasn't bad. Um, I'm not saying it's Terrell Crosby, but it's a guy that you could definitely get away with who could play both tackle positions. So, And we mentioned Detroit's not competing for anything in 2021. They're, I don't think the plan is to compete for an NSV North or a Super Bowl or playoff. Right. Like you're, you're not competing for that in 2021. So... You know, you don't think this guy's part of your long-term plans. Sell him while he's high. I mean, I think you can get a day three pick or maybe even a late day two pick for him at the very highest for Terrell Crosby. We'll see. But regardless, it's a guy that you're going to end up losing for nothing. You're going to get nothing in return if you play out Terrell Crosby. And there's a chance, I'm not saying this will happen because injuries obviously happen every day in the NFL, but there's a chance that Terrell Crosby could have zero snaps all in 2021 with the Lions. That's just assuming the Lions offensive line is healthy. And obviously, it's a tough ass because offensive linemen are going up and down every week. But right. there's a chance that Terrell Crosby in some games will be a non-factor for the Detroit Lions and will have zero role for the team. That's very possible if you know the Lions have a healthy offensive line. So if this is me, I'm training Terrell Crosby just because I don't think he's part of the future plans. He's a very good player, and it's a guy I would like to keep around. You know, if there was two, three years left on the deal, if this was like only a second year in the, in the league, I would say, yeah, keep Terrell Crosby. But yeah. again, it's a one-year deal. For a non-competing team in 2021, not a starter. I sell all these high right now, and you know, just it just makes too much sense. And then, uh, like, also if you think about it, Crosby is hitting free agency. Maybe he asked for it. like we don't know. Maybe he asked for. It. Maybe yeah. he wants to star and earn that check, right? Because I mean, heading into free agency, you don't want to be a backup. No, no one wants to be a backup heading yeah. into free agency. So it could be possible. Yes, for it. maybe the Lions are doing him a favor, like. Like, hey, you're not going to start with us, but we're trying to find a team that maybe will start you. I don't know. We don't really know the exact details. Yeah, but that's just something to think about. Yeah, I mean, right now, let's say he, he let's say he just hit the open market right now. Let's say, like, just hypothetically, not going to happen. Let's say Detroit releases him right now. I mean, he's going to probably command north. I mean, if this was in March, I think he commands 100 percent, 10 million dollars at least per year, or like nine million. He's like, he's around that ballpark. He's going to get started. I see maybe like five to nine. Five to ten, yeah, just depends because this year was a weird year with COVID and everything. So, um, but he's like a solid starter. Like he's a guy. I mean, he's not great at anything, but he's a solid starter. Like he's he's a plug and play. I'm just looking at like the recent trends in free agency. Obviously, Vitae got like around that same ballpark. Got that ten million. Uh, Jermaine Effetti got the same thing. George Fant. Like these guys were not good, and you know. They got $10 million a year. That is true. That's a good point. That's a good point you bring up. So, so we'll see know. what happens. And honestly, I wish Crosby the best. And I hope he gets as much money as he could because I'm a fan of his. No, he's a great player. That's why, you know, it, it would stink to lose him. But at the end of the day, I think it just business-wise, it would make sense to move off Terrell Crosby right now. While you got the opportunity because he's not going to be a starter for you unless an injury happens. But... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. I was talking about rookie mini camp and rookie numbers because people love numbers because people want to buy their new jerseys. I'm not going to say these numbers. These numbers ain't sexy. So I don't know if anyone's going to be buying a jersey. I don't recommend buying a jersey. And also, these, right now. Uh, these numbers are subject to change, too. So I wouldn't That's buy right. a jersey now. I'd I don't wait recommend a buying any of these jerseys. <laughs> yeah, I'd wait. Uh, but who, who? what are the numbers from these rookies that we're going to be seeing? All right, so uh, Levi Owenzeruki is number 75. Aline McNeil is number 54. Ifatu Melifanu is number 26. Amon Ra St. Brown is 14. Uh, is it Derek Barnes, right, number 55? And then Jamar Jefferson, number 28. I mean, you told me you like that 54 number on Aline McNeil, right? I do. I don't know why. I just do. I, I don't. I don't know if he'll keep it. Like obviously, once players get released and more numbers open up as the season starts, some of these numbers are subject to change. I I, I think it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's absolutely disgusting. Even Levi Unzarike seventy five is kind of disgusting too to me. Don't love the number, but uh, everyone else, I mean. Everyone else makes sense. If I two Melifon with twenty six, that's not terrible. And uh Eamon Ross and Brown fourteen. Like that's 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 a pretty good number. That's Stefan Diggs' yeah. number. So I like that. I like Barnes at fifty five. That's like yeah, an that's, old school. That, He's kinda old school. Like kinda like that Tully, you know, like an old school Mike that, Backer. Yeah, that's his number. I was like thinking like, yeah, like you like you're Stephen Tolick or even like Tahir Way. Tahir Way over fifty nine. But like, you know, that's what I think of like Derek Barnes, you know, you're just your typical Mike. So yeah. I like the fifty five. And then Jamar Jefferson taking Kawandre Diggs is number 28, so, I mean, it's, a, it's another solid number as well. But the only one I, I do not like is Elaine McNeil. That 54, that, that has to go. That has to go immediately. So, I, I hope he doesn't keep that number in, in his career, but we'll see. All right. Rookie minicamp has started officially. Obviously, we're not in attendance of rookie minicamp, even if it was non-COVID or, you know, fans are not allowed to at rookie minicamp. So, um, you know, no Sewell, like we mentioned at rookie mini camp. And there's a couple guys actually going to be attending rookie mini camp that aren't necessarily rookies. So you got guys like, uh, Tom Kennedy will be there. Uh, who else did I see was going to be there? I have the list in front of me. Should I just read it off? Yeah, go for it. Cause I know some veterans so, are going to be there. Yeah. Long snapper, Scott Daly, safety, Jillian Elliott, you said wide receiver, uh, Tom Kennedy, tight end, Elise Mack. Defensive end, Robert McRae, linebacker, Anthony Pittman. And then there's also a few guys who are trying out for the team. Um, cornerback, Alex Brown. Safety, Elijah Holder. Safety, Nick Pickett. Tight end, Charlie um, Tomopo. I don't know if I pronounced his name right. Uh, and wide receiver, A.J. Taylor. I think the only rookie is Nick Pickett. The other guys were kind of like bouncing around packages, squad rosters. Yeah. So 
some interesting names on here, obviously. I mean, I'm excited about I like Anthony Pittman's upside. I don't know if I'll ever reach it, but there are some tools you can work with. Jillian Elliott, the safety, too. Yeah. Like, he was well thought of last year when they signed him. The next Patrick Chung be able to remember that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that was interesting. I like and then Scott Elliott. Daly, I think, is maybe just like a camp body, or they want to see, like, what he has in standing the ball. I don't know. That's a rookie, too. But, so, on UDFA. Yeah, Tom Kennedy also, he's a name to watch for the slot. Remember, they thought highly of him. He could be like the next Dola. That's what they were saying, sort of. Well, this was the previous regime's words. Yeah, yeah, that's the previous yeah. regime, obviously. But still, uh, they were high on him. And then Elise Mack, I believe, um, Tight end. Notre Campbell Dame. signed him. Yeah, yeah. That was t- yeah, Notre Dame boy. Yeah, he was with the Saints, I believe. Yeah, yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, there's yeah, like... So- the trend around like Ricky Minicamp, not just like for the Lions, but there are a lot of teams bringing in some veterans this year. Like I saw the Giants, you know, they brought some familiar faces like that. Like Kelvin Benjamin was like a uh, a workout that's working out for them in Ricky Minicamp. And then they got Corey Clement, the running back who played for Philly. Um, so, I mean, there's some veterans working out in Ricky Minicamp this year. It makes sense because it's like a tryout as well. So it's like, you know. Obviously yeah. during the NFL practices, usually when they have the tryouts, yeah, it's just kind of like one of those. Something interesting, actually. Michael Roberts and Chris Lacey are working out with the Bears. Oh, Michael Roberts from Toledo? That I mean, I saw Michael Roberts. I'm guessing it's that Michael Roberts. I don't know if there's another Michael Roberts. I mean, Michael Roberts seems like a pretty common name. So I wouldn't be shocked if there were Michael Roberts. You want me to check to make sure? Let's, let's look it up real fast. But Chris Lacey. I like Chris We had him on the pod. I like Chris Lacey. Yeah, Michael Roberts. Yep, he's trying out for the Bears. Wow. That was for Chris Burke. Chris Burke reported that. Former fourth, fourth round pick in 2017. Toledo boy. Yeah. And he had some upside. He got hurt. Remember, he was like a red zone target yeah, in that, college. Remember that two touchdown game versus Miami? And people were, I, I mean, I'll say this. I was one of those people that <laughs> I wouldn't remember went on Instagram. Michael Roberts did a two touchdown game versus the Dolphins 2018. And I go, who needs Ebron? Screw Ebron. And then Golden Tate comments on my picture. He's like, come on, man. We don't need to mention Ebron right now. <laughs> He's like, let Mike shine right now. This ain't about Ebron. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I was just salty because people were talking about Ebron on the Colts and, you know, how he was such a big playmaker now. I'm like, ah, oh, screw, screw Eric Ebron. We got Michael Roberts. So. Yeah, that's interesting. Like so Michael, Michael Roberts is making a comeback to the league after he was out of it for a while. Um, like, man, he's a really good guy. Every interaction I had with him at training camp, he was a really good guy. So now we got an interesting topic to talk about. So it's the leftovers, as we like to call them, in free agency. And, you know, obviously now free agency is all passed. The draft is all passed. And now you just look at the roster. And this is around the time, you know, maybe like from now all the way till like before training camp. So like anywhere from now to July is where teams will start, you know, plugging in some of these free agents that didn't sign it back in March, and they'll start plugging them in their system right now and, you know, see what they could do. Basically, kind of like a last chance at training camp and, you know, put them on your 90-man roster and let them compete. Some guys, obviously, like last year, you had guys like uh, Everson Griffin. You had guys like Jadavion Clowney hold out all the way till July or June, something like that, just to get a bigger contract. So, some of these guys are in that same category, you know, maybe not the same money that they'll command like a Griffin or a Jadavion Clowney, but and then there's some other guys that just got, you know, released recently, and, you know, maybe they could fit, you know, what the lines are looking for right now. So we're going to mention some safeties, some offensive linemen, just because Terrell Krug's on the trade market, so maybe the Lions are interested in bringing another swing tackle potentially to compete. We're also going to mention some receivers, just because the Lions didn't really address the position 
you know, that much in the offseason. The loss, obviously, Danny Amendola, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay. And then we're going to also mention some running backs as well. Not the biggest need on the roster right now, but obviously you release Carrion Johnson. And then right now, that running back three spots wide, wide open. So maybe the Lions could potentially go a veteran route. So let's start off with the safeties because I think that's the biggest need right now. And this could be one of those positions that, you know, maybe they go out in free agency and this guy could potentially be starting for the Detroit Lions week one. So, uh, Pierre, who's the guy you want to mention at the safety position? Um, well, I'll leave the other guy for you because I know he's your guy. I'm going to say Malik Hooker, the kid from the Colts. He's been he's dealt with a lot of injuries, but he still has a lot of upside, right? So I think he's worth maybe to bring in on a one-year deal, take a flyer on him, see what he still has left. Another guy also has dealt with injuries, but he actually has played with Aaron Glenn, is Kenny Vaccaro, played with AG with the Saints. Yep. Those are uh, two guys that I have. Who are two guys on your list? So one guy, like we mentioned, he said, he's your boy as well, and he's one of our boys. And we've been talking about this guy since we started the podcast. <laughs> <Every year>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey Boston, you know, he's still out there. I think it just makes sense. You know, obviously a starting experience. And that line safety room is just kind of lacking experience right now. Obviously he lost to Ron Harmon this offseason. So, I mean, right now your safety room is Tracy Walker. You got Will Harris. So, you know, maybe the Lions could. Pete Marlowe. Yeah, I forgot about Marlowe from the Bills. So. I think the Lions could potentially be looking at this position because they didn't address it at all in the NFL draft, and they didn't address it outside of Dean Marlowe and free agency. So this could be a position maybe the Lions look at, you know, get a guy with some experience and maybe a guy who could start for a couple weeks, and then maybe if Will Harris isn't necessarily ready for them or if they don't think he's a starter, maybe they can, you know, get some guys maybe just a challenger for the spot because right now there's not much challenge for Will Harris, you know, at that at, at safety spot. So. I think a guy like Trey, Trey Boston makes a lot of sense if they want to go with some experience. Another experience route, he just got released by the Raiders uh, like about a week ago. Uh, former Dallas Cowboys, well, Jeff Heath. You know, he's always been known as a special teams guy, but, you know, he started to start the last two years of his career. So maybe this is a guy, again, bring some starting experience, play a strong safety spot. The Lions want to run a lot more split safety. So I think Jeff Heath would make a lot of sense in that in that system. So. You know, maybe another guy to look out for, get him at a cheap contract. He's a veteran, you know, just to get a veteran in the locker room and, you know, just let him compete and not, you know, have any guarantee on his contract to make, you know, make sure he's a guarantee for his 2021 making the team. Yeah. But he is I actually think, from Michigan, too. So, yeah, from Michigan. There could be well. some appeal to come playing home, come back yeah. to play somewhere home, you know? That's yeah, possible. Yeah. So I think Boston, Heath, I think you mentioned Vicaro. I think all these guys have been. Yeah, also these three hooker. I don't know about hookers. Hookers can't stay healthy right now. But those three have <laughs> to be starters before in the league. Malik Hooker. I mean, that's just a flyer at that point. You're just gonna see what you got. Right. I think if you bring one of these three guys, I think they have a legitimate shot of starting week one. If Malik, you bring Malik Hooker. I don't know what you're expecting out of him. So we'll see. Also, another thing to mention we didn't really talk about. If they trade Terrell Crosby. Maybe they could trade it like for a safety or like for a receiver or lineman or something like player for player swap kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you see those like low key trades all the time. Like a guy that's just not a starter on one system, and like you kind of do a swap in that regard. Like uh, I don't know why this this came to my top of my head, but we're talking we're going to talk about it when we get into the offensive line. But it was Dennis Kelly and that one big ass receiver. Green Beckham. I can't think of even his first yeah, name. Yeah, Doriel Green Beckham. Doriel Green Beckham. Yeah, him. I remember they did a swap, Philly and Tennessee, or I don't know. I think, yeah, it was Philly and Tennessee. Philly had Dennis Kelly, traded Beckham to uh, traded Beckham to Tennessee, and then Kelly got traded to 
I don't know. I'm mixing this up right now. I don't know where the hell I'm going with this, but I remember they're like. So Kelly went to the Titans and Green Beckham went to the Eagles. Okay, that's what it was. I believe so. Uh, Okay, yeah. Beckham was originally a Philadelphia or a Tennessee Titan. And he got traded to the Eagles. Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, you get like those low key swaps, guys. You just have them in starters and one system. Another team needs a position. So that makes sense as well. So let's get to the offensive line now. So, who's an offensive lineman that intrigues you in the open market? Let's say Dennis Kelly, right? Yeah. Swing tackle, could play right tackle, could play left tackle. Um, I'm surprised he's still a free agent, if I'm being honest. Like, this is a guy who's a solid starter. He's not great at anything, but he's like, he's kind of like cries. Like, you put him out there, he's, he's serviceable. But he's also older. He's like 31, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, who's the, your offensive lineman? If I had to, like, look at it, I like Dennis Kelly. I like that option as well. If, you know, the Lions, you know, moved on, move on from Terrell Crosby. But I think another guy that makes sense, he was in a, he was in one of those swaps last year too, was the Chargers and the Panthers. Um, Trey Turner, I think that's a name that could, you know, potentially make sense. I saw he was looking for around, what was it, 2 to $3 million, something like that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, not bad at all. He's more of a guard than a tackle. So I don't yeah, know how, I, I don't know how interested the Lions would be in bringing in an offensive guard and another interior guy. But, you know. If the Lions move on from Terrell Crosby, maybe they decide to put Big V as their swing tackle potentially or something like that, and then they'll put Trey Turner at right guard. I don't know. So, you know, it's a yeah. to potentially keep a keep an eye out for. I don't know. If Turner also is familiar with uh, Anthony Lynn. He was on the Chargers Turner, last year. Yeah. Turner has been up and down the past few years, but I think it's worth to take a flyer on, right? You're rebuilding. See what maybe Hank Fraley can get the best on because Hank Fraley has done a nice job with the Lions offensive lineman. So we'll see. They traded for him too, because it was the Russell Okun for Trey Turner. Yeah, Russell Okun for Trey Turner. Yeah. Yeah. So they did trade for him last year. So I mean, Lynn saw something last year for Dewan him on his offensive line. Obviously, it didn't work out for him, but right. You know, we'll see. So those are some offensive linemen that make, can make potential sense if the Lions move on from Terrell Crosby. Now, obviously, the wide receiver position. I mean, the wide receiver position for the Lions is. Definitely the weakest spot on their team right now. I went from one of the strongest from years past. Now it's the weakest spot, I think, on the roster. Uh, is there anyone that intrigues you in this market? Yeah, I actually talked about him when we did our free agency um, preview yeah, about wide receivers. March. Yeah, D.D. Yeah. Westbrook. Um, he's just been he's been hurt, right? But take a flyer on him. I know there are multiple teams interested in him. Take a flyer on him. See what he get. One-year deal. He also provides some speed. I believe he ran a four three nine. Yeah, he ran a four three nine. So he's just a guy that we're taking a fire on right now. Who's your guy? It's a guy that got released recently by the Jets. He opted out of the twenty twenty season. Former first round pick, Josh Doxson. I mean, there's intrigue. He can play the outside for you. Obviously, the Lions are lacking outside receivers right now. So you know, this yeah, makes sense. He's a bigger body. Another another flyer. So. I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. I think the Lions will address that position before the season starts. I think, you know, if it's via trade, if it's via the free agency market, because there's always those guys like before the NFL season when teams are trimming down to the 53-man rosters that there's always guys that are being released. So maybe the Lions will wait all the way till August to address the position, or maybe they'll do it before training camp, take a flyer on, you know, maybe a guy like Westbrook, a guy like Doxson. We'll see. I mean, neither guy has proven to be a really good starter in the NFL yet. Both were high hopes when they were drafted. 
Right. But both haven't just really lived into expectations. So, you know, it's yeah. giving another guy a shot. So. And um, regarding the wide receivers, Detroit did sign three undrafted guys, Sage Sherratt, Jonathan Adams Jr., I believe, and the kid out of Notre Dame, Javon McKinley. Is that his name? Yeah, McKinley. Javon yep. McKinley. Yeah, so maybe they'll like they'll like just see what they have out of those three guys, and they don't like those three guys during the rookie minicamp or whatever. Maybe they go after a vet or they trade for a guy. Who knows? Yeah. You know who's uh, – I don't know why this came into my head, but Anthony Lynn actually got the best out of a, a former rookie minicamp guy the Lions gave up on, I believe this was two years ago. Um, do you remember Donald Parham? Yes, yes. He's actually like a solid NFL player now for the Chargers. Yeah, remember I said on our like undrafted, we were talking about like when it was like this episode two years ago. It was like this episode two yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about which undrafted free agent had the best shot, and I was high on Parham because how athletic he was. Yeah, and he didn't even make it out of rookie minicamp. Yeah, they caught him right away. They didn't like what they saw for whatever reason. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a solid like bro. I'm like, I'm not saying he's like a tight end one or he's like. No, no. I think he's like there. He was like he stepped in when what's his name got her Virgil Green. He was like actually a pretty solid weapon for Herbert. So yeah, so Washington gave up on him too. I believe Washington had yeah, him. They gave yeah, up the, on the him football too, team picked so. him up, and then now he's on the Chargers. I believe he's still on the Chargers. He was pretty solid for them last year in twenty twenty. So yeah, you know maybe we'll get one of those guys. Hopefully that would be nice if we can. Like, that would be really nice. A nice little sleeper and like one of those receivers you mentioned. I like Sarat too. I liked Sarat before the college football season. You know, so I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see what he could do. All right. Now we we talked about Carryon Johnson in our last episode of how he got released, and right now that Lions running back room is, you know, the top two is definitely locked right now. You got DeAndre Swift and you got Jamal Williams. He signed the offseason, but after that, you know, it's a free for all battle for that running back three spot. They drafted Jamar Jefferson in the seventh round, and then they picked up two UDFA's, Raheem Boyd, and then uh, Jedrick Mills. So you know, maybe this is a spot the the Lions potentially address. You know, before the season, get another camp body in there, just let him compete. I mentioned Corey Clement was working out with the Giants. He was in their rookie mini camp, but he hasn't officially signed yet. And we mentioned him back in our free agency preview as well when we were talking about running backs. Uh, Corey Clement is also a Duke Staley connection and has return, you know, return man ability. So the Lions, you know, kick return and punt return spot is, you know, in question right now. We don't know who's going to be that guy right now. I think people are assuming right. it's going to be Khalif Raymond, but that's not 100%. So maybe this is a guy. You know they bring in to come come and compete. Also, is the versatility play the running? You know, be a third running back on your roster. So I would keep an eye out for Corey Clement if he does end up signing with the Giants after rookie mini camp. Maybe the Lions do. Staley says, you know, let's bring him in. Let's let him try out for you know our ninety man roster before the season. So uh, Corey Clement's a guy I would watch out for. Who's a guy you're interested in? Duke Johnson is my guy. Um, he's more of a receiving back. Only averaged three point one yards a carry last year with the Texans. But you know their O line wasn't really that good, so that whole team I, sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of Watson, they have, some, they have some problems right now too on that team. So uh, Sean Watson, Laramie Tunsil, that team freaking stinks. What do you call it? Who's that one guy who destroyed everything? The, the the chancellor there, like not the chancellor, like the character coach, Jack Easterby. Oh, that's a disaster. Anyway, we're not talking about them. But Duke, Duke Johnson, uh, he he's shown flash in this league. He's a good receiver, you know, like worst case scenario of something, like hopefully not. But if you had an injury to Andre Swift or whatever, this guy would be like a perfect third down back. Yeah. Former, uh, I'm, I'm digging real deep right now, former John Dorsey guy with the Cleveland Browns. Wait, did John Dorsey draft him? I don't know if he drafted him, but he was on his team. He was on his team. That's right. 
So damn Tyler, good memory. <laughs> I'm digging deep right now, but it was only <laughs> no, like no, his, like his running back one before Nick Chubb. Yeah, he did. He signed him, right? Yeah, I, I'm like, he was on his roster, and George he was at the gym. I know that for sure. So damn. I, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I, I didn't even know about that. That's another good thing to bring up. Yeah. I mean, they did sign Caleb Raymond, right? From the clear, yeah. not Cleef Raymond. Damian Ratley, is it Ratley or Raymond? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Former Browns. Yep. It was one of those guys. I think Raymond was with the Titans. It was Ratley, Damian uh, Ratley. Raymond was a Titan. Yeah, Ratley was the the Bengal or the Bengal and Brown, but for both teams. Yeah. Damian Ratley, and I believe Dorsey drafted him in the fourth round in Cleveland. So yeah, yeah, yeah. signed him. Early day three guy. So yeah, so um, that makes sense, right? Good, yeah. good catch, bro. I didn't <laughs> think about that. <laughs> so yeah you mentioned he's a receiving back as well and you know he could be a third running back to bring obviously some you know competition too for that third running back spot so right. um i think overall i think the roster's you know pretty set at that point i think everything is on the roster at that point like quarterback you don't need another quarterback you got golf you got Boyle, you got Blau. um receivers like we mentioned we already mentioned receivers you mentioned running backs we mentioned offensive linemen Tight ends, I feel like you're pretty set there. You get a Hawkinson, you sign Darren Fells. Maybe you bring in another guy, Dowdy. I feel like it's going to be one of these UDFA guys, if anything, it's the, the third tight end spot. But maybe you bring another tight end. Um, defensive line, I'm pretty sure you're set there, especially on the edge. Interior, you're pretty set there. You address it a lot in the free agency and, and the draft, obviously. You got Brockers, you got McNeil, uh, Levi. So I think you're set there. Linebackers. Maybe they bring another linebacker. It's a spot that's not really a strong position yeah. on this team right now, so that's possible. And then we mentioned safeties. I think corner they're fine. Obviously, they got Akuda, Awarie. They signed Dunbar already. They drafted a five-two Melifonwu. Like Ford's Mike on this team. Corn Elder. So I think there's there's you know set over there. Maybe another they have bodies. Corner. Yeah. yeah, maybe yeah, another next so corner. Who's out there? Oh, I, this just came to my head. Aubrey, we talked about this too in our show, I believe, back in March. Aubrey Pleasant was the DB's coach for um, Nickel Roby Coleman. I don't know if I pronounced his name right. Nicole. With the Rams? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's a name to watch, right? For some reason, he's still out there. That just came to my mind. Like, I just brung it up. Man, everything's coming out of our mind. John <laughs> connections, Aubrey Pleasant connections. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hey, we're smart, man. We do our homework on these guys. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, some names to keep up with. You know, it's just that time of year. The lines are going to start bringing some veterans in, some guys that haven't signed. You're going to get them a little cheaper at this time of year. It's going to be some one-year deals, no guaranteed for 2021 contracts. And they're just going to come here and compete with the, you know, your young guys you got in your roster. Right. But overall, I think that's a wrap to this episode. You got anything else to add? No, I think that's it. All right. Hope you guys all enjoyed. This episode is everywhere. We talked about Sewell having COVID, how he won't be at rookie minicamp. We, we announced rookie numbers, and if you guys noticed, we didn't announce his number because we don't know his number yet because he's not at minicamp. So there's still hope he could wear 69. No one has taken that number yet, so there's still <laughs> hope for Panay Sewell wearing number 69. And then uh, we talked about Terrell Crosby being on the trade market. That's an interesting question. I know fans are indifferent about that decision. And then we talked about some freedoms that could make sense for the line. So... I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of the Pride Podcast, and we'll be back next week. Oh, that we'll be back with next week. Well, you, we'll, you guys will stay tuned. So, <laughs> hope you guys we'll enjoyed. We'll be back next week for sure. Oh right, yeah, we'll be back. I just don't know what the hell we're gonna talk about. So, <laughs> we'll see. I <laughs> uh, hope you guys all enjoyed, and I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Hope you're all safe. Save this time, and I'm out. Peace. <laughs>